0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. I'm Patrick Gavinal, and I'm the news editor for Campus Review. Dr. Daniel Scourage is a psychology researcher at the University of Queensland. He has been researching autism spectrum disorders and has published a paper that shows the relationship between clusters of social interaction characteristics that were previously thought to be unconnected. I spoke with Scourage about his research, and I started by asking for an overview of his findings. At the
1: to share attention with other people so to get a sense of what other people are looking at thinking about and sharing that kind of experience with them. So we kind of know that there's this process that's affected but we don't really know why uh, that happens or how and what, what exactly the specific mechanism that actually affected is. So our research is actually looking at that question so what the specific mechanism underlying the shared attention problem actually
0: is. In, in your research you talk about Clusters that uh, were previously thought to be unrelated. Are you able to talk yep. me through what some of those clusters are and how you've been able to connect them? Yeah, so one of the clusters is, I guess, what I was just talking about. So one of the
1: clusters is to do with this theory of mind issue. So this like, increased ability to actually um, share attention with other people and then represent their mental states, etc. So by saying that the self categorization process is an integrated form of processing, and it leads to these issues of shared attention, what we're doing is bringing together uh, those
0: two clusters: so the sort of information processing cluster, and then the theory of mind sort of cluster. What sort of implications does your research and your findings have for, sort of, I guess, three parts of the process: the diagnosis, then uh, sort of the intervention, and then the ongoing treatment of a of a person with autism.
1: much detail of, of using a task that we actually use in some of our experiments as a diagnostic tool, potentially. So we have this task where people are basically engaging in this sort of self-categorization process. So they're basically presented with information about other people, and then we now measure the extent to which they see themselves. important one I guess at this point is um, our findings because they suggest this decreased ability or tendency to self-categorise link autism directly in with this process of um, sort of seeing yourself as members of
0: Can you foresee any any changes in how uh, kids with autism are sort of schooled or mainstreamed or educated? So on the basis of our research, do mm-hmm. you um,
1: Probably not really. I mean, this is really talking about very fundamental cognitive kind of um, explanations. So in terms of what we do, I guess, at the front end, um, some things we could a little bit, but I guess what's being done on the front end, uh, there's, there's a lot of evidence for the way that we do things. So.
0: On a personal note, what inspired you or led you to this course of study and research? Do you think having had personal contact with people that have an autism spectrum disorder has sort of influenced your work and meant that you have sort of a concrete grounding in it as opposed to perhaps more theoretical understanding? What are some of those differences? And is there anything else you wanted to discuss regarding your research?